Don't we love Fridays almost as much as we do three-day weekends, eh? Yeah. I, I just ordered something. Well, first, hey, how you doing? <laughs> well, welcome to the uh, uh, kitchen table. My name is Michael. Every Monday through Friday morning, 9 a.m., we get together for an hour and we fix everything that's wrong in the world. So, glad you're here. Uh, now, what I was going to say, I uh, at night when I lay my head down, yeah, no, when I, I lay in bed sometimes, but you know, right before, I, I guess a lot of people do too, uh, watch TV, you know, in the bedroom for a little bit. And I've been using, for years, I've used my blue parrot, my blue parrot headset, you know, like you use in a truck. And the thing works great. And granted, it's two or three, four years old now, maybe, <laughs> maybe older. I've had it for quite a while. Still works, still takes a charge, and I'll be the first one to recommend Blue Parrot as a headset for cordless Bluetooth connectivity because, man, it just goes on and on and on. I mean, it just doesn't run down. The battery doesn't run down. I mean, it does eventually, but it tells you, hey, you know. <laughs> but when you get that warning that it's about gone, it's it's... Trust me, it's not... 30 minutes from now, it's within a couple of minutes. And then all of a sudden, nothing. But anyway, my biggest complaint, and they may have fixed this by now, I don't know. My biggest complaint is the foam covering for the earpiece. All right, you get two, or mine came with two different coverings. You got the open-air foam then you got the closed ear, which was the padded, kind of like headphones, like you're used to. And I, uh, I opt for the padded because, well, it's more comfortable on the ear. Uh, the sound don't leak out, you know, where it's bothering somebody that may be in bed next to me, like my spouse, my wife. <laughs> Not that anybody else is going to be in bed next to me, but anyway... Uh, but the problem is, the silly thing will not stay, the cover won't stay on the headset itself. It could be that it's stretched out because over years of use, but uh, anyway, it happened again last night. And you just don't put it back on. I mean, you've got to get a paper clip or something and, you know, work it back around it and it's, it's going to fall off again. Well, last night was it. I got tired of it. Last night, I'm done. Finished. Not, not going to play with this thing anymore. So I decided, okay, I'm going to go find me a new earpiece. I can, you know, Bluetooth headset or earbuds, whatever you want to call them. All right, well, in, in all honesty, what I, I spent quite a bit of money here a few months ago and uh, bought me some bows. And I like them so much, I bought my wife a set of them. And those puppies ain't cheap, but I love my wife. And the way it is, you know, if you get something, you better get your wife something if you want to have peace in the family. You, you know what I mean? With the exception of maybe a boat. 
<laughs> hey, buddy, it's a baby. It's a boat. It's for both of us. But you can't take it out on your own. But you're you're more than welcome to go with me. <laughs> but anyway, I'm I'm out there on the ledge. I better shut up while I still got a wife. But uh, this morning, I decided okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look real quick and uh, give me an extra set of earbuds. And I'm not I'm not gonna spend the money for the bows, but you know just for the TV. Now you may be saying, well, gee, Mike. You know, the ones you got, you could hook it up to the TV and they'd work. Yes, they do. But you, the thing is, I've got them set up to my phone. Okay. I got the Bose set up with my telephone. So if I go through and hook it up to the TV, that means i got to disconnect it from my phone. i got to go through all that pairing. got to go through all that rigmarole. And it's a pain because my phone is right there in the bedroom and it will automatically... Yes, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, well, turn off Bluetooth. Turn off Bluetooth. Yes, I can turn off Bluetooth. But when I, when I do and I go back to my telephone, what it's doing, okay, TV not found. TV not found. And it continues that, even though it, it just it's a big hassle that I don't need. I don't need to be spending 10 or 15 minutes trying to get my earbuds to work with the device I need it to work on. So, I decided I was going to purchase me uh, purchase a cheap set, one for the TV only, and you know I invest a few bucks, and uh, I mean I'm not using them to talk on the phone or nothing. I'm using them to hear the TV at night, and you know, in reality, I'm I'm. Uh, well, from all the years in radio and going to concerts and backstage and driving in the truck and, and you know, because it's loud in a truck or, you know, it may not be now, but it was when I was driving and, you know, everything else. Yeah, the old ears aren't what they used to be. Matter of fact, I got that ringing in the ear. What do they call it? Tinnitus. Self-diagnosed because you you know if you've got it or not because you hear ringing. It's constant. It will drive you nuts. Probably what's wrong with me today, you think? But anyway, so this morning I go online, and I'll just tell you right now, I went to Best Buy. And I figure, yeah, I'm not going to go pick them up, but I'll, I'll get them shipped. And I get over to the Best Buy website... And uh, I get an option. Okay, I can have it shipped to me, and I'll get it December 21st. Or I could pay a couple of bucks extra, and I'll get them today. And I thought, well, how cool. I wonder if they're using Uber or Uber or whatever they call it. But anyway... Yeah, I paid a, you know, plus I had a certificate like $10 off, you know, whatever. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'll report on, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll talk about this Monday. Did they show up today like they said they would? And if they're any good, I'll give you a product update. I mean, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm just getting them for audio just to be able to listen. And, and the thing is with those earbuds, me being hard of hearing, huh? 
<laughs> My wife calls it selective hearing. But uh, anyway, I'll give you an update Monday. All right, you're at the kitchen table. How you doing? Went to the lake yesterday as promised, and it was beautiful out there, man. I mean, no kidding. Uh, I really thought I was getting sunburned, but I thought, no way, the, the sun's not close enough. Although you can, I suppose. But I could feel it. You know, I could feel the heat. I could feel it. had the uh, sleeveless shirt on, like I wear when I go fishing. And, uh, oh, it was nice. It was not. Didn't get a bite. Not one single bite. <laughs> but I, I didn't fret about it. If you watch, uh, if you watched any of the tournaments here lately, I feel so <laughs> bad for those guys, man. It's twenty degrees and they're out there still fishing tournaments. Tournaments should have been done way before now, and they're just now getting them finished up. I think there's one more, the classic coming up. Is that right? This weekend. Maybe it's going on now, but, uh, or maybe it's completed, I don't know, but, uh, man, you know, those guys, snow, rain, 20 degrees out there at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning. I mean, it warms up during the day a little bit, but still, it's got to be miserable out there on that water. But, you know, if anybody asks me, I can say yes. I've been fishing in December. <laughs> Where are we, 10 days away from winter? That's good. You know, 10 days away from winter means we are that much closer to spring. Three months. Three months from now. So what is it? January, February, March. Three months. And we can start warming up. Now, been telling you, you know, hey, it was 75 yesterday, if not a little bit warmer. Uh, day before that, it was in the 70s. And I was telling you, hey, you gotta, you gotta take it while you can. You know, if you don't like the weather here and where I'm at, just hang around a few minutes, and uh, it'll change. And boy, is it! Seventy-five yesterday, Sunday, snow. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? I have seen it snow in March, something like twelve, thirteen inches, and it'd be melted off by afternoon. Isn't that crazy? And, you know, I really don't like those kind of snows because, uh, well, what happens is it melts off so quick, everything's just mush. Yeah, I mean, it's just that. It's not like after a rain where you can walk a rock across the ground and hear the da 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 you know, uh, going off in your head. No, this is every step you take. You know, I, I don't like that. Don't like that at all. All right, what are we talking about today? we got a lot to talk about today. Matter of fact, we got enough here to do two or three hours this morning, but we don't have two or three hours, so we're going to have to pick and choose. One thing we are going to be talking about, I can guarantee you, is this CRST driver, or a driver that's suing CRST, because they think they ought to get paid for being in the sleeper berth. These snowflakes. I'm going to use his name and everything. That's just disgusting. You know, hey, you take a job as a truck driver. Hey, this is the job. If you don't want to do the job, don't take the job. Don't get your CDL. This is truck driving. 
And that's a pet peeve of mine. These little uh, jerks get out here and uh, think they should get paid for being in the sleeper berth. They should get paid for pre-trip. They should get paid. What else do you want? You know, it just goes on and on and on. That's not, you know, hey, come on, man. I'm sorry. Grow a set. You know, this is, this is why, again, here we are. Everybody got a trophy, and here we are. <laughs> Don't get me going on that route. All right, questions, comments, messages. Matter of fact, we got birthdays today. Not a lot, but we got some. And uh, if you've got a loved one or if you got a birthday coming up you want us to recognize, well, let me know. FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. FreightBrokerTV.com website. We've got forums everywhere. Uh, studio line, you can call me. Leave a message, 479-668-0213. Make sure you include the birth date for whoever it is you are wishing a happy birthday. And you can leave the birthday greeting. You can do it yourself over our studio line, and, and we'll put it on the radio. How about that? <laughs> Big plans for the weekend. We're going to be checking in with the movie theater today, too. See what's playing this weekend. See what's what's exciting. Ah, and, uh, well, we got a break coming up, but we got time to do this. Question of the day. Yesterday's question. 10% of the people say hosting Christmas is more stressful than what? Again, nobody got it right. The answer, planning a wedding. Planning a wedding, 10% of the people say is less stressful than hosting Christmas. I don't know. Small wedding, I don't know. Probably men. They probably ask men. Temper they probably ask ten, 10 people, nine of those were women, one man, and he said, hosting Christmas is more stressful than planning a wedding. <laughs> All right, today's question. Here we go. You ready? According to a new poll, here we are a poll. Anyway, according to a new poll, 33% of people own one more of these this year than they did in 2019. And polls are never wrong, you know. Matter of fact, the states are, Texas and a lot of other states are uh, filing suit. There's nothing to do with the poll, but over the election. I don't know. It's, I'm not going to get into that. That's, that's politics. We'll talk some politics, but eh, yeah, we pick and choose. We pick and choose our battles. Okay, according to a new poll, 33% of people own one more of these this year than they did in 2019. Again, if you want to play, be recognized. <laughs> Send me an email, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. Studio line 479-668-0213. Or, you fill out a form on our website. Just, uh, you know, tell us it's the question of the day answer. All right. All right. 
You're at the kitchen table every Monday through Friday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time here on FBTV Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in two minutes. Don't go anywhere. Oh, I know. Nobody wants to work anymore. They, they want to give it to me on a silver platter. Now we're talking about this guy. See, RST driver. Yeah, former driver, I'm sure. Hey, good morning. This is the kitchen table. 9 a.m. Monday through Friday, we get together together for an hour. Anyway, this this knucklehead we were talking about in the first segment, we're going to start off with this guy today. This is all California, you understand. And I just totally disagree with it 100%. I, I am as if, you know, you couldn't tell. Okay, if you're a truck driver, if you're a driver, first of all, you're going to get into this knowing that you're going to be paid by the mile in most cases. You know you're going to have responsibilities. Things you have to do. You you just know all this stuff going in. And to come out, you know, to go into it, and for whatever reason, it's not what I wanted. I'm going to sue you. Come on. I mean, that that's... Uh, okay, this guy, former CS, uh, CS, CRST driver, Christopher Duker, D-U-E-K-E-R, that's his name. And he's all over the news. I mean, this isn't something I'm releasing that nobody knows about. Yeah, that's his name. I guess his name, Duker, Doofus, I don't know. Anyway, lawsuit seeking lost wages from CRST due to unpaid time in a sleeper berth has been denied class certification in federal court in California. It's just been denied class certification. The guy can come back and still sue him, sue CRST individually. California, we thank you for your ignorance on this. Anyway, Monday, California Federal District Court denied Christopher Duker, again, D-U-E-K-E-R, bid for class certification in a lawsuit against Cedar Rapids, Iowa-based CRST. Dukers, a former CRST driver, accuses the company of not paying him for all tasks performed and for all rest periods. His case is based on sleeper birth time in a team driver setting. In the complaint, Duker claimed he and about 5,700 current and former CRST truckers are subject to compensation. According to the court's latest order, Duker's claims are based on the idea that time spent and the sleeper birth of a truck moving in California is compensatable because such movement amounts to CRST's control over drivers under California law. Duker claimed that CRST drivers are compensated on a per-mile rate between 25 and 33 cents per mile. According to the complaint, he worked an average of 10 to 14 hours per day. Duh. Seven days a week. Eh, maybe, maybe not. Nah, if, not really. Uh, if you want to get right down to it, you got to, you know, 70 hours. Anyway, that excludes sleeper, sleeper birth layover and 34-hour restart time. Reset time. <laughs> Duker argues CRST failed to compensate drivers for the following task. Here we go. Waiting 
to receive route assignments. In other words, waiting for a dispatch, waiting to deliver and or pick up, fueling and washing trucks, pre- and post-trip inspections, completing paperwork, performing basic truck maintenance, scaling loads. Ooh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get paid for the, going over that cat scale. Communicating with dispatch and shippers. Yeah, doing my check call, calling. Uh, give me a break. Layovers and standby time. Hooking and unhooking trailers. 34-hour reset time. Restart, really. Sleeper berth time. Adjusting the tandems. Route planning. What a goofus. Why did you take a job as a truck driver? I mean, it's clear <laughs> you knew this was what a truck driver does. You learned that when you were in CDL school. People like this just burn my rear end. You know what I mean? I mean, come on. Quit being so lazy. Quit being a crybaby. If you don't want to do the job, let somebody else do it. You know, there are people out there that grew up, I mean, from knee-high to a grasshopper. And you can, you can look on YouTube now and you'll see kids, you know, their dads or grandpa or whatever, they've... They're in trucking and they can't wait to get their CDO and get out there and be behind the wheel and drive. And people like you are screwing it up, Christopher Doofus. I mean, seriously. Duker, what is wrong with you, man? That's lazy. I want to be paid for being in the sleeper. I want to be paid for doing the job that I was hired to do. Well, you are. And you knew how they were paying you. And now you want to sue. All right. I know I'm probably upsetting a lot of people. But hey, stuff like that just really irks me. And it should you if you're a truck driver. Ren McNally still working with ELD customers to resolve issues. Still problems with the ODLDs. Apparently, more than two weeks after Ren McNally suffered a cyber incident, some customers of the company's ELDs are still... Having problems. As of yesterday afternoon, Ryan McNally said the ELD platform is working, but they were still working with individual drivers to help them get the devices operating again. Ryan McNally said its ELDs resumed functionality on November 30th, but since then, OIDA has reported that it has continued to receive scattering phone calls, and reports of drivers saying the devices still aren't working correctly. The most frequent issue reported was being un unable to uh, certify that, or certify and edit the logs, which is necessary for the compliance. REM said that drivers with difficulty certifying and editing their logs should make sure that they are logged out of the application to force any pending data to the back end of the portal if the driver receives a prompt to certify logs as they log out Rand McNally said they should select cancel which will allow them to sign out see right there I, I, I'll be the first one to say I've never done an ELD I've never even seen one well I guess I have in YouTube videos uh, partially kind of get the idea but when you tell me, okay, if I you know sign out, and, 
And then it prompts me, hey, you want to certify logs? And you're telling me uh, cancel. Uh, am I losing all my data? They know what they're talking about. But anyway, you know, you know the number to call if you got a Rand McNally ELD, I guess. Once the data is transferred, they can log back in, certify, edit, and be rolling as normal. Yesterday, the Rand McNally website was down. It's back up now. I checked it this morning. Rand McNally said that so far it has no indication that customer data was affected. Well, why should it? It was only an update, remember? That's what you told everybody. It was an update. No hackers, no ransomware, update. I think that wasn't the whole truth. What about you? If you just joined us, you're at the kitchen table. We talk about anything, everything. We solve all the world's problems in one hour. Then we go on about our day. If you want to check out the Insider, check out more of this uh, fun. Well, the FBTV Insider was designed for those that are thinking about entering the transportation industry. Well, the business side of the industry, let's put it that way. We do have some stuff in there for uh, people maybe on the driver's side, behind the steering wheel side, but most of it's for information for those wanting to get out of the truck or get behind the desk, you know, work in the transportation industry, but only on the business side of it. We have all kinds of free content up there that's available. You have to register uh, for access, but you have access to all of our free content. That uh, content includes our podcast, uh, public videos, uh, public broadcasts. All our public content is available to you at no charge. Now, if you want access to the insider content, well, it's available. And yeah, we do ask you pay a pittance. I mean, it's a small fee. Tiny. Two ninety nine a month, twenty four ninety five a year. If you want to save twelve bucks, but anyway, you get all the insider content. Going to get more audios, videos, live broadcasts. Matter of fact, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, going to be uh, doing a live broadcast, insider broadcast today. And just a heads up, uh, later on today, you got a new YouTube video coming out, so uh, be on the lookout for that. If you're watching our YouTube stuff, you can find us on YouTube. If you haven't been watching it, we wish you would. Uh, Freight Broker TV, that's our channel on YouTube. And if you are watching our stuff, we'd ask that you subscribe, follow us, ring the bell. You know, we're trying to get that, uh, trying to get up there so we can start getting paid for what YouTube's doing anyway, running commercials on our content. It was never designed for that. Our content was never, our channel was never designed for commercials. It was designed to provide information. But I'm sure you've heard about it by now, YouTube. If you, if you weren't part of their uh, partnership program where you were monetized, well, they, they sent out a letter right there around Thanksgiving saying, hey, too bad. We're gonna, you know, we're not gonna monetize you, but we're gonna play commercials anyway. <laughs> so, but you gotta, you gotta requirements to be able to be monetized, and we need uh, what a thousand subscribers and four thousand hours watched in a twelve month period, something like that. So, yep, we could sure use your help. FBTV. Uh, also, you can follow us on Twitter at Freight TV. Keep up to date when we're doing broadcast videos, 
things of that nature are going to be released, especially for the insiders. If you're an FBTV insider, you definitely want to follow us on Twitter because when we uh, get ready to do a live broadcast on the insider, we, uh, we, we tweet it out. We tweet it to the Twitter universe. Twitter universe. I'll get it here in a minute. All right, we got birthdays coming up. Just, uh, just to re- just to cover, just to cover, in case you missed it. The question of the day, according to a new poll, thirty-three percent of people owned one more of these this year than they did last year. What is it? Again, if you want to, you want to play. You got to answer the question. You can answer the question by email, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. You can call the studio line, leave your answer, make sure you include your name. 479-668-0213, freightbrokertv.com website, forums galore all over the place. Pick one, fill it out, send it in. Uh, If you get the right answer, you win absolutely nothing, but you will be recognized. Recognition goes a long way. <laughs> All right. This is the kitchen table. You know how this works every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a two-minute break. We will be right back. What are we talking about? Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, recalls. Just can't get enough recalls. What happened? What happened to building it right, making it last 50 years? What happened? Seems like, eh, don't get me started. We'll be back in two minutes. No, I'm serious. Hey, welcome back. You're at the kitchen table. Uh, talking about things uh, not lasting. They built things to break. Matter of fact, Thanksgiving. I uh, replaced uh, our garbage disposal. I don't know. In the house we lived in, we've been there about 15 years now, give or take. And I think I've replaced that silly thing three times. And that's just about that's just about the life expectancy of anything. Five years. Have you noticed that? Every five years it's going to break. They don't build stuff to last anymore. Uh, uh, we were talking about this during the break. Uh, but, uh, one, uh, our studio we had uh, several years ago. It uh, it had a fifty year old Tappan central heat and air unit. Now, granted, it had to be worked on every season, but it still worked. 50 years old. No, it wasn't the most efficient, but it worked. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, you know, already, you know, uh, well, we, I think we got uh, 12, 13 years out of our central heat and air unit at home. The whole thing went out, you know, and there at the end, it was like every summer we were having to do something. Yeah, it was just a nightmare. And it ain't cheap, you know? It's not cheap. I'd almost, well, no, I'm not going to go that far. I was going to say, I'd almost bet the central heat and air unit in my mom and dad's house where I grew up. I, I, I would almost bet it's still going. But 
Anyway. Uh, not gonna go... <laughs> yeah, that'd be... That'd be an interesting conversation. What are you doing in my backyard? Well, I, I grew up here. I was wanting to see if it was still the same central heat and air unit. <laughs> Not going to fly. We'd be doing the kitchen table from a nice padded room somewhere, if not behind bars. Birthdays today. You're having a birthday. Happy birthday to you. You're in pretty good company, I guess. Not a lot to talk about. But the ones that we do have to talk about are very influential people. People you probably want to know it's their birthday. The inventor of the pasteurizing process for cheese was born on this day back in 1874. Any guesses who that might be? I know, you're probably, uh, what are you talking about? How are we going to know this? Uh, James Kraft. Huh? Kraft Foods, same guy. Brenda Lee, born on this day back in 1944. Linda Day George, Mission Impossible fame. Born on this day back in 1944 as well. Terry Garr, gotta love her. She's been in everything, and, and anybody that's been around, I, I think her most memorable TV appearance was on David Letterman. She used to go on Letterman all the time. Remember, she's the one that did took a shower on the David Letterman show. Don't know why. They're always stuck in my head. Anyway, she was on Young Frankenstein, Mr. Mom. Uh, she was in uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Uh, been in all kinds of movies. Today in history, let's talk about that for a minute. Back in 1719, the first recorded sighting of the Aurora Borealis takes place in New England. And I just found out that, uh, or I saw in the news somewhere that, uh, forget it, you want to see the Aurora Borealis uh, this weekend or whenever it's supposed to come up, it's not, you're not going to be able to see it down here in the States. I've seen it one time. One time I've seen it. I was up in Indiana. Uh, it was when I was transporting RVs. It was about 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I was headed back to the yard to uh, pick up a unit. And uh, there it was. It was so cool. Yeah, if you've seen it, you know, you, you grow up around it. So it's another, you know. But for somebody who's never seen it, so, uh, you know, for a southern boy, it was pretty sharp. It's pretty cool. Speaking of Indiana, this day back in 1816, they became the 19th uh, state 1892 the first public basketball game is played in Springfield Massachusetts how do they know that see that's something you need to do research on how do you know okay you know uh, I don't know well that goes back to uh, know anything about the history of basketball what peach crate nailed it to a tree that's how it got invented something like that 1950, the U.S. Supreme Court rules that people cannot be forced to testify against themselves in a criminal case. The Fifth Amendment. Hear that a lot on TV. You know, once you impose the Fifth Amendment, though, it's, it's telling everybody, I'm guilty. I did it. Ah, Fifth Amendment. Fifth Amendment. I plead my Fifth Amendment right. Yes, I'm guilty. So I'm pleading my Fifth Amendment right. <laughs> 1957 in a move that almost ruined his career probably should have Jerry Lee Lewis marries 
his 13-year-old cousin. I mean, that's wrong on so many levels. Myra was her name. 1953. Happy birthday, KTVA, Anchorage, Alaska. Still on the air, by the way. They became Alaska's first TV station. A lot of TV stations were signing on in 1953. I guess this one is... Uh, Notorious because it's Alaska. This day back in 1975, the uh, cost of first-class mail goes up. A stamp went up went up to 13 cents. Prior to that, it was 10 cents. I remember three-cent stamps. Boy, that's telling my age. And now, what is it? You get forever stamps. They're you know, they can go up in prices. Uh, what is? I, I don't even know what they are. I just go in and buy a book. Yeah, I need a book of stamps. Yeah, it won't be long. It's fifty-five dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't even know what they. I know they're pretty high, not like they used to be. All right, question of the day. According to a new poll, thirty-three percent of people own one or more of these this year than they did last year. What is it? All right, got a big weekend. You got big weekend plans? Huh? We got going on this weekend. Anything? Might be a good weekend at taking a movie. Boy, movie theaters are... <laughs> they're hurting, aren't they? Not a lot of people going to the movies. So, kind of uh, as a public service to help out the theaters across the country, let's... Uh, Let's uh let's 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 check out what's playing at the movie theaters this weekend. Thank thank <clears throat> thank you for calling the City Cinema Mega Multiplex Du Quad Triomni Theaters, where a holiday gift certificate is always a great idea, just not from here. Now showing Tom Hanks loves Christmas, then hates it in the Bipolar Express. Bob Cratchit's wife dyes her hair holiday colors all by herself in a Christmas Clairol. And a woman can't remember where something special happened in Miracle on 3rd or 4th Street. So if your halls are decked in gay apparel dawned, come all ye faithful to your nearest city cinema mega multiplex Duquat Triomni Theaters. Thank you for calling. <laughs> okay. All right, December 11th. We're two weeks from today. Two weeks from today... Is big day, the holiday, Christmas, what we've been waiting to get behind us for the entire year. Anyway, a uh, Reader's Digest released a uh, holiday survey that reveals our favorite holiday songs and movies and such. I'll go over some of these. Favorite holiday song. Uh Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Number number seven. Eight Crazy Nights by Adam Sandler. I don't even know if I've heard that song yet. Feliz Navidad at number six. Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. What is that? I need to put numbers down here. Hold on. Seven, six, five. Okay, five is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Number four, Little Drummer Boy. Number three, All I Want for Christmas is You. Number two, Oh Holy Night, 
And what do you think the number one favorite holiday song is? Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yeah, we can do without me singing, huh? All right, what's your favorite holiday movie? Hold on a minute, let me get these numbered by... My my crack research crew didn't do it for me, so I got to do it. All right. Your favorite holiday movies at number seven, A Christmas Carol. Number six, The Night Before Christmas. Number five, A Charlie Brown Christmas. I guess that's a movie. I was thinking that would be more of a special. Maybe it's a special, but there's also a movie. Anyway, at number four, Elf. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cute. Not a big fan of uh, uh, Will Ferrell, but he was all right in that one. Number three, Miracle on 34th Street. I wonder which one, though. The old one or the, the original one or the new one? The 90s version. I think it was 90s, wasn't it? How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And the number one favorite holiday movie, as reported by recent... By recent survey, according to Reader's Digest, A Christmas Story. Hey, it's a wonderful life. Where is it at? Not on here. I would think that would be on here. The uh, Bruce Willis movies, you know, what were they? Die Hard? Where are they at? <laughs> Bruce Willis came out and said his Die Hard movie was not a Christmas movie. Well, I think we beg to differ, considering... It happened around Christmas time. You were at a Christmas party. <laughs> All right. We're having too much fun this morning. It's Friday. We're in that holiday mood. We're in the holiday spirit. We're waiting, waiting for the uh, jolly fat guy to bring us all the presents that we asked for. Did you send Santa a, an email? Oh, got to tell you. I was telling you the other day. <laughs> My wife had ordered a trampoline for our granddaughter, and I wasn't really behind that. Well, it came yesterday. I was getting the boat loaded up. Here comes the FedEx truck, and holy smoke, man. I, I would hope these FedEx trucks, you know, that deliver to the Ollies, I'm sure they do. This thing weighed 150 pounds, if not more. I would. I, I don't know what this guy would have done if I wasn't there helping get it off the truck and in the garage. I am just glad it's going to granddaughter's house and not our backyard. Uh, years ago, we put up a swing set in the backyard. We got uh, we moved it out this past uh, summer. Uh. Mainly because, well, she got too big for it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, kids grow. This is for, I mean, it was a nice swing set, but it wasn't built for her weight, you know, as she grew up. Anyway, you know how that goes. And yes, we had spots back there, but I told, I told my wife, we're not, we're, it's not going in our backyard. <laughs> and uh, so, it's going to, uh, well... Her mom and dad, they, 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 get, they get the uh, thrill of assembling it. 
But anyway, that's that. But man, it was big. I mean, it was a heavy box. And it's bulky. You know, you don't think about 150 pounds being eh, that heavy, but boy, when it, when it, when it, it long, narrow, it was just awkward, awkward. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a couple of minutes. When we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, the uh, recalls, truck recalls. Spot market rates have rebounded since Thanksgiving. And uh, we got some weird news for you. Uh, UCR Enforcement, want to remind you about all that fun stuff. we still got quite a bit to talk about uh, in our last segment of the week here at the kitchen table. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. In two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Mom and dad are not going to be happy. You, you know, I, I I used to get on to people. My kids were young. That gave us, gave our kids stuff that made a lot of noise or had a lot of assembly required. Hey, don't be doing that. You know, don't do that. And uh, they give they give the kids toys that uh, needed batteries, but they don't include the batteries. Don't do that. You know, that, that's that's uh, not right. If you're giving if you're giving a kid a toy that requires batteries, include the batteries too. Otherwise, kids are going to get the toy, and mom and dad don't know about it. Uh, now the kids eh, want to play, and I don't have no batteries. You know, you know, think about this in advance, common sense stuff. Hey, you're at the kitchen table. My name is Michael. I'm your host every Monday through Friday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time. You know that. DAT reports spot market rates rebounded after Thanksgiving. Spot truckload freight volumes bounced back after Thanksgiving as the number of available loads on DAT members' edge increased 93% last week, was to be expected. I mean, Thanksgiving week's a short week. Uh, national average rates, uh, December spot rates held up well last week compared to the November averages. Van 252 a mile, eight cents higher than November. Reefer rates 271, two cents more. Flatbed 243, same as November. And the uh, that's according to uh, spot rates through uh, December 6th. More than 1,000 Freightliner Cascadia trucks have been recalled for a clutch assembly issue. 1,000 now. Dahmer uh, Trucks North America uh, recalling certain 2021 Freightliner Cascadias. Apparently, the affected trucks have a clutch flange that may break during due to the heat treating and stamping process. If failure occurs, they say loose parts may fall under the clutch pressure plate assembly, resulting in clutch, uh, clutch disengagement and increasing the risk of crash. Daimler says they will contact the owners of the affected Freightliner Cascadia trucks. Boy, I'd hate to be the one sitting by that phone. Well, I wonder if they're going to call me. Hmm. Anyway, dealers will replace the clutch for free, obviously. Recall is to begin on January 28th, so come on, guys. Keep those fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't get that. I still don't. Hey, you know, it can cause you know, it can cause a crash, but uh, only 1,000 trucks. 
and you don't know if it's yours or not because you're waiting for the phone call. That's just weird to me. Anyway, you can call 800-547-0712, recall number FL-869 in HTSA. Number for this recall is 20V20V742. All right. By the way, this is the second clutch assembly related recall uh, from Domler in the past month, November. Nearly 7,000 Freightliners and Western Star Trucks, and we told you about it. Various models were recalled due to possible failures of an internal component with the clutch assembly. So now you know. All right. This is a story that I think is pretty cool. And you're going to think, wow, you're, you're kind of morbid, Mike. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I think you'll agree with me when you hear the whole thing. Missouri bill would protect drivers who uh, run over highway protesters. Okay, it says strike, but run over, strike, what's the difference, right? <laughs> Missouri lawmakers have proposed legislation that would protect drivers who strike or injures protesters standing in the road. Makes sense to me. You know, I've seen those videos on YouTube and such where these idiots stand in front of, that's like standing in front of a freight train. And they've done that too. But, uh, yeah, they, they, and then they, they, he ran over, he hit me, he hit me. Well, yeah, you idiot, you're in, it's a big truck, you know, what do you think's going to happen? He's, you know, anyway, a pair of bells that focus on protecting drivers from liability. If they injure a protester are up for consideration in the General Assembly. That's coming up at the first of the year. One of the bills sponsored by State Senator-elect Rick Bratton seeks to protect drivers from lawsuits if they strike a person with their vehicle in certain circumstances. Any person operating a motor vehicle who injures another person with the motor vehicle shall not be liable for any damage if... At the time of injury, the person operating the motor vehicle was exercising due care. The person injured was blocking traffic in a public right-of-way while participating in a protest or demonstration. The provision of this section shall not apply to any act or omission of the person operating the motor vehicle that constitutes gross negligence. Now, you know, we're, we're, we're using this for trucks, but it looks to me like if this thing passes, it's for anybody in any type of automobile, and I think that's the way it should be. Bratton's bill has several other provisions and would also restrict funding for cities or counties that cut police department budgets. I'm liking this guy. I'm liking this guy. Now, a similar bill was introduced in the House by uh, Representative Adam. Uh, I'm going to screw this up. Schnelting, Schnelting. <laughs> the bill will protect drivers who strike and hurt or kill a roadway protester from civil or criminal repercussions. Now, I'm not, I'm not for somebody getting killed. Uh, you know, hey, if you don't get out of the way, you get hit. Well, you're too stupid. You know, <laughs> the uh, bill would provide drivers with protection if they are unlawful or riotous assemblage. And if the person reasonably believes he or she or any occupant of the motor vehicle is in danger. And lawmakers in Florida and Utah have proposed similar legislation to shield drivers who strike protesters. So protesters, you are unnoticed. Rioters, protesters, that's a... 
word we that has a whole new meaning in 2020. All right, we I got one more here I got to tell you about because it's that time of the year and you need to know. Box truck driver up in New Hampshire. Police are looking for him uh, because they uh, ice missile came off his truck, went through somebody's windshield, almost almost killed him. This happened on Wednesday. Police are looking for them. Uh, they could be charged with negligent driving or misdemeanor assault. Ice missiles have been a hot-button topic in the uh, industry for a long time. A lot of drivers don't have access to the necessary tools to remove the ice and the snow off the top of the trailer. I mean, that makes sense, right? I mean, you can't climb up there. I mean, there's no way to get up there. So how are you going to remove it? But there are laws on the books in different states that uh, stuff falling off the truck, top of your trailer, truck, it's illegal. If it causes damage, yeah, you can uh, find yourself in the hoopla. So just a... Uh, Probably, you know, just a friendly reminder. We're in that season. I know they're talking about snow here. No accumulation, probably. But uh, I know when I was driving, that always used to bother me. That snow accumulating on top of the trailer. You know, first hundred miles or so trying to get it off that trailer and hoping it didn't hit anybody. You know, kind of like a blowout. You know, you got you get that gator, it flies off your wheel, and you just hope it don't go through somebody's windshield. I've seen that happen before. It wasn't my truck, but I saw it happen. All right, it's Friday. Go have a good weekend. It's TGIF. Go have a good weekend. We will talk Monday. Coming up Monday, who knows? We're going to have a good time, though. <laughs> we always do air at the kitchen table. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Follow. Uh, you can hear our uh, repeated, if you missed the uh, 9 o'clock version, we repeated on FBTV Radio several times throughout the day. Best ofs after that and in between and over the weekend. Yeah, if you, uh, you can also hear the whole unedited version via your favorite podcast app. Just uh, open it up and search for uh, Freight Broker TV. And there you go. Tell your friends, follow us. Give us a thumbs up. Give us those five-star ratings. We, we help, us, help, help us spread the word. All right, go have a good Friday. TGIF, good weekend. Uh, unless, of course, you've made other plans. Talk to you Monday morning. See you later.